Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Welcome back to our slash I don't work here, lady. Where in today's episode, you'll hear some stories about people getting mistaken for employees when they aren't. Guys, before we dive into the stories today, I do have to bring attention to the stuffy that many of you have been asking for. So I made a post yesterday, but for all of you who've missed it, I just want to make sure you have a chance to grab it if you want. So I'm letting you know right now. The link's going to be in the description down below. With that said, guys, buckle up because you're about to hear some wacky stories. And do hit that subscribe button for future tales. Let's dive in. I was working in a college town that had a really amazing diverse food scene. One day during lunch, I walk over to my favorite Ethiopian restaurant. It was a super relaxed environment inside. They were kind of nestled in a shopping plaza, had dim lighting, and had mismatched dining tables. It kind of made you feel like you were at a cool aunt's house. The vibe was amazing. You just knew you were going to have the best meal of your life based on all of that. So when you first walk in, there's a beverage cooler directly to the right of you and a counter with a cash register on the kitchen side, and menus on the patron side. Then the random tables and chairs were kind of haphazardly scattered about. The ladies who worked there knew me, so after paying, I hung out fiddling on my phone on the patron side of the counter. Now, I'm adding this crucial detail only because it comes in later, and at the time, this other patron, who's white, let's call her Karen enters. I'm the only other non-person of color in the restaurant. A pale, pasty ginger. So Karen walks in and kind of starts hovering by the beverage cooler, looking around. So this place is more of those places where you walk in, you order at the counter, and then you seat yourself. If there's nobody at the counter, then it would make sense to wait around up front or seat yourself and wait. Now, the main waitress had just gone back to the kitchen to get my food, so I was awkwardly standing in front of the menus and just kind of assumed that she knew the flow of things here. In Karen's defense, I was wearing all black clothes. Kinda the typical wardrobe for a waitress. So I finally look up at her after she starts sighing and tapping her foot and asked if I was blocking her way to the menus. She responds with a very catty, It took you long enough. You're just standing there on your phone ignoring a paying customer. Do you not want my business? I can easily go somewhere else, you know. Now, I was totally caught off guard and didn't say a word. I just slid a menu to her. I guess I could understand her being confused, but again, this was by no means a fancy place. So right after she says that, the waitress walks out from the kitchen with my food, in a bag, and told me to have a nice day. The look on Karen's face switched, from embarrassment, to confusion, to annoyance, until she finally looks at me and responded with, Huh, well yeah, that makes sense. You're not black. Why would someone like you work here? That's what we get for coming to a place like this, right? And then she laughed, in a way that white people do sometimes when they're trying to get other white people to agree with them on something sort of racist. It really made me uncomfortable, and I just said, I don't know what you mean, and then walked out to my car. I ended up asking the main waitress about Karen the next week. 
Apparently, no surprise, she sent her food back twice, saying it was too spicy and ended up demanding a comped meal. Needless to say, I never saw that woman again. Ugh, OP responded to that amazingly. Uh, lady, I don't know what you mean by that. So I'm on the janitorial team that was sanitizing our public school buildings during the cancellations last week. Monday I arrived for my first day and was tackling an auditorium. Now, it's no secret that the schools were closed. It was on the news, there were signs on the doors, and the school absolutely sent emails. But as I'm beginning to clean with my carts and my janitorial uniform, a woman comes in with two kids about 5 and 7 years old. I say, oh hi, I'm sorry, the school's closed for the rest of the- She then cuts me off and says, yeah, yeah, I know, but this is the daycare service, right? I tell her, what? No, I'm just a member of the cleaning crew. She then asked, well, where's the daycare? Now, at this point, I was confused and said, uh, what? I don't think there is one. We're sanitizing every room today. You could just go to the office and ask, but I didn't see anybody in there. It's really just us. She then says to me, oh, great. So you're in charge. I'll be back at 2.15, okay? I tell this lady I'm not in charge of anything. You have to go to the office or probably go home, actually, because... I don't think there's any kind of service right now. She then says, What are you talking about? They wouldn't just cancel school without a daycare service for working parents. Where's your boss? Um, my boss is also a janitor, and trust me, they cannot help you. Now, at this point, the kids had begun to run around the gym, which meant that I'd have to re-sanitize whatever they touched. So I said more firmly, You need to go. I'm not supposed to let people here during the cleaning. At this point, I wasn't sure if she was messing with me or if she really did not know. She seemed busy. She had a cell phone in one hand and no hand on the kids. Without looking up, she says, Well, you should have cleaned before the kids started to arrive, shouldn't you? I'm starting to wonder if I'm the crazy one at this point. I told her, There are no kids arriving. I'm cleaning. The school's closed. She then responds, I know the school's closed. That's why I'm leaving them in the daycare. And just like that, she was off. I was calling after her saying, Hey, excuse me lady, you can't leave your kids here. I didn't know what to do about it, so I took the kids to my boss and asked what we needed to do. The boss said, So, she just left the kids here? Why didn't you tell her the school was closed? Who doesn't know that by now? I explained that I did tell her, and she was either so checked out that she didn't understand, or she chose to ignore me. So the boss said, this is all too risky. We can't keep an eye on them and there's dangerous products and who knows why she left them here. We don't need this problem. Let's just call the cops. We also had one of the janitors trying to get the name and number of the kids, but they didn't really know. We ended up calling a child services hotline. So ultimately, a social worker came and with the cops, but they didn't bother anybody though. They just focused on the kids. The cops went through the kids' bags and found their last name on the school binder, and then found a number to call. They then got the kids' father, who was irate. They had the conversation on speakerphone, so I caught the bits and pieces, with the father saying, What do you mean? They're, they're where? Aren't schools closed? And he was there within 10 minutes. I guess he called his wife for an explanation during that time, because she arrived not too soon afterwards. The cops and social worker were lecturing them, and the woman was like, I left them with a childcare worker, in the drop-off area, and they reiterated that there was no daycare, and they had no idea what she was talking about. So, to that point, I thought, 
Okay, I guess she's just really, really dumb. And then the cops let them go with a warning about understanding where they're leaving their kids and with whom. But as they were leaving, the woman sneered at my boss and said, Was it really such a big deal that you had to call the police? So now I wonder whether she was trying to pull a fast one on us or if she was just that stupid. The world may never know, but I still laugh at that story. This story is just so outrageous, guys. I don't know about that. She might be dumb and a crappy parent because no parent in their right mind just drops off their two kids who are five and seven, five and seven guys with complete strangers and just go, oh, I'll just come back for them at 2.30. Like, yeah, you do that enough times and you might come back at 2.30 with no kids one of these days, ma'am. That husband had every right to be irate. As everyone's bound to know, shopping lately has been a little hectic. The mass crowding has gotten better now that there's limitations on how many people can enter a shop at one point, but everybody's still stressed out and all dolled up in their lovely, fashionable face masks. All that being said, there is no excuse for what this woman did. So, I live in England, and over here we have a certain big supermarket store with a burgundy slash orange themed uniform. So after finally getting through the queue into the store, I grabbed a cart and I was off. I was there for maybe 20 minutes when I rounded the condiments aisle and caught what happened. First, there was a woman. She was younger looking, maybe a teenager, and she was wearing an orange jacket. But it looked like one of those bright neon tracksuit ones, not the uniform. She was crouching down, looking at whatever was on the lowest level, and she was wearing AirPods. Next, there was an older woman. Now, she wasn't a Karen. Not in the typical haircut, overdressed sense, but she did have that face. That, I'm too important to be kept waiting, serve me now, face. She also had no mask. And she was standing behind this clearly oblivious girl. Now, she had to have been trying to get her attention before I even walked into the aisle. And for some reason, the moment I appeared, she snapped. Now, I'll never know what possessed her, but this old lady actually reached down and grabbed the younger one by her underarm, yanking her up to face her. So the girl reacts, as I believe many people would, without even asking questions. She yelped, she spun around off balance, and then she clocked Karen right in the face. It was glorious. The woman's nose started to bleed, and the young girl was just standing there in shock. Someone loudly announced that they were going to go get an employee while I put myself between the Karen and the young girl, fearing the older woman might try to retaliate. The girl looked dumb with shock. Meanwhile, Karen starts screaming like she was about to die. I didn't really catch what she was saying in the haze of it all, but I knew a guy behind me was shouting back at her, telling her she shouldn't have grabbed the girl and that this was her own fault. There was more screaming and then the employee showed up. From there, it was just a matter of getting everybody's stories. Pretty much everybody who stuck around saw Karen grab the girl first, so Karen had no leg to stand on. Though it didn't stop her from demanding the police be called and that she was going to press charges. The police had already been called and us witnesses were asked to stay and wait for them. Some couldn't as they were with their families and such, but I, having nothing better to do, stuck around. So at this point, the girl had calmed down and was just kind of standing there silently while the woman continues to scream about pressing charges and suing and firing her while the manager just kept on repeating things like, she doesn't work here ma'am, please calm down. The police questioning was actually pretty fast, if boring. Not at all as interesting as in the movies. I didn't get to see the grand parade of Karen being dragged away in handcuffs, sadly. 
and once all the statements had been done, both women were taken outside by police and that was pretty much the end of it for me. I did still see them in the parking lot speaking to different officers, but couldn't get close enough to hear anything that went down. I made sure the police and the store had my number, just in case. I finished my shopping and then went home, so there's my story. Guys, this is one of the times where an entitled person grabs somebody in a store and gets an immediate response. And in this case, a nice right hook to the nose. Seriously though, what's scary is that she thought she was grabbing a freaking employee, guys. She thought she had the right to put her hands on an employee who wasn't listening. I really hope she learned her lesson that day and doesn't go grabbing anybody else in the future. This happened last week. I was visiting Austin, Texas and staying at a nice hotel. I'm also brown and an IT executive. I ordered some takeout from a local barbecue place and I was going back to my hotel with my food in a large paper bag with the name of the restaurant written in large letters on the side. There was a group of people outside the hotel and as I approach the hotel entrance, this woman rushes over and grabs my bag of food. I yank it back and she says, I've been waiting for this. Now, it just hits me that she thinks that I'm her food delivery driver, here with her food. I politely tell her, look, I'm not your delivery driver. And with a confused look on her face, she goes, are you sure you look like one? At this point, I just want her to let go of my bag. And a few of her guy friends come over and tell me to stop giving her a hard time and to just hand over the food. So I spell it out for them. I said, I'm not your food delivery driver. This is my food. I'm a guest at this hotel. I yank the bag away from her, and as I enter the hotel, I see her pulling out her phone and saying, I'm calling this delivery service and telling them what a useless employee you are, and I want my money back. Go ahead, lady. Go right ahead. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. My grandmother has Alzheimer's so she often doesn't know where she is or who's with her. Now, I know for a fact that she has no idea who I am. Therefore, I make an effort to call her grandma multiple times anytime I'm with her. So recently, I noticed she needed her hair and nails done as the color in both of those areas was fading or chipped. I made an appointment with a family member who owns a beauty salon and took her there. Normally, customers sit in the front area and rarely accompany the person they came with onto the actual salon floor. So, I can understand why assumptions were made, but still, don't mess with my grandmother. I was on the salon floor with my grandmother, sitting in a seat right in front of her, while my cousin colored her hair. I was there to make sure to keep her calm and engaged while her hair and nails were being done. 
She was telling me the same story she told me 10 times in the last 10 minutes. Bless her heart. When I felt someone behind me. Now, we were in the farthest corner of the room. Not near a bathroom or a wash station, so there was no reason that anybody should be behind me. My grandmother stops talking and looks behind me. Grandma, chipper as ever, said, Hi, are you another grandchild? Karen says, No, I'm not. And why are you not working? There's a line over there. So me, upon realizing she's talking to me, say over my shoulder, I don't work here. Karen says, Well, you sure look like you do. You're on the floor. Customers sit in chairs to wait. Now, she's talking to me condescendingly, and I do not take that sort of tone well. Neither does my grandmother. In a moment of clarity, I watch that bright chipper smile fall, and a glimpse of my brainiac grandmother peek through. I shoot a warning glance at my cousin, who's pursing her lips to keep from laughing prematurely. Grandma says, Well, by your own logic, my dear, you must be a worker. Go get me a Coke, would you? That's a good honey bunch. Karen starts sputtering, and my grandma laughs. The chipper look returns to her face, and she says, Hi, are you one of my grandchildren? At this point, Karen is fuming, asking what kind of drugs my grandma's on, and she stomps off in her loud high heels. My grandma turns and loudly says, I guess not. My grandchildren are not bitches. Oh my gosh, I love my grandma. I don't know where Karen went. I wasn't really paying attention after that. Guys, what a wonderful way to shut down a Karen. I love this grandma. She sounds so freaking adorable. So my friend's grandma also had Alzheimer's, and she was the cutest lady ever. She thought I was her next-door neighbor's son from like 45 years ago. She kept calling me Milo and asking me about my parents and how their peach farm was every single time I came over. Sadly, she's been gone for over a decade now, and my friend and I still joke about that all the time. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash I don't work here, lady. Guys, I hope you enjoyed the stories today, and thanks for coming to hang out with me today. If you missed the last episode of our slash I don't work here, lady, I will link it right here. A psycho tries to get OP jailed because he refused to take out her garbage. It's such a ridiculous story, so check it out if you haven't, and I'll see you guys in the next one. I love you. Hi. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.